Hello and welcome to the Completely Machinima podcast, where we talk about machinima and virtual production and related technologies. Just a quick reminder, be sure to check out our blog. Uh, Tracy publishes content related to uh, machinima, virtual machinima, and lately a lot of stuff for this AI-generated content, which is just, her and I were talking about it before recording today. It's just, it's mind-numbing how fast that yep. is evolving. And yeah. she's doing her best to kind of keep her fingers on the on the pulse of that uh, and and keep us all updated. So there's there's some great content there. That's over on our blog at completelymachinima.com. So this week we're going to be talking about a film that Damien has picked from an engine that uh, we've all wanted to see uh, more Machinima from, uh, and uh, that is Red Dead Redemption 2. So Damien, why don't you tell us about it? Um, yeah, it's a film called Didn't I? And I was... Just you know, just on YouTube browsing to see what kind of new machinima came up, and this one caught my eye, and I watched it. This is really well done. It's like you you previously talked about your experiences making machinima about how it's really difficult um, to make anything with Red Dead Redemption, and when I watched it, I was part of my brain was thinking, well, how did they do that? Because I heard, I remember what Phil said about it's really almost impossible to do something like this. But obviously, this person is has done it and i thought he did a, a really good job telling this short story with no dialogue uh, you have, but it's still easy to follow what, what's happening and um and it's filmed in a way that's very cinematic it looked really good uh not just because the game looks fantastic with the graphics but the, the cinematography on it's really i thought was very impressive and i thought well that's going to be my pick for this month and i want to see what you guys thought of it well i was really glad that you chose it uh damien uh, because you have a tendency to choose Star Wars stuff. And although I <laughs> I like Star Wars and the choices you've made, it's refreshing to see a different uh, thing here. And this one was just a little gem, I thought. It was atmospheric. It has the story was told completely visually, uh, gorgeous images. Uh, it had a little ironic twist at the end. You, you, the uh, storyteller, filmmaker... By the way, his name was Sam Kennel, the fellow who made this um, machine. I didn't I by Sam Kennel. He um, he led you thinking it was going to be one type of film, and it turned out to be another one at the end. Hmm. And I was really interesting. The music choice shouldn't work with this type of film, but it does. He makes it work. The music choice is this sort of, I don't know, rhythm and blues kind of thing. Uh set in the world the western world of red dead redemption 2 but even the song fits with the theme of the film as well the locations are are great uh, striking visuals i hope sam makes more films like this because man he's overcome from phil telling us about all of the problems he seems to have overcome them and and solved this now we don't know maybe he was pulling his hair out but at least he came up with something fantastic. Phil, I'm really interested in your take on it. What did you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it too. The soundtrack uh, style, it's like what, it's its a Tarantino type of move, right? To have these yes. R&B songs over uh, Western background. You're right, it, it, it shouldn't work. It's its its clearly breaking a rule and and yet it, it's delightful. So um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I I really like films that can tell their story without any dialogue. I'm not saying I don't like good dialogue. I love good dialogue, but it's, 
there's something special about ones that just tell it visually, which this one did. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, as far as the filmmaking uh, hurdles, he very, I think, very cleverly um, worked his way around those. Uh, I mean, one of the most difficult things is to deal with multiple characters on that you have to have interact at the same time. That's 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 the real hair puller. Or if you're doing anything with trying to replicate lip sync, uh, that's really where the big headaches were with uh, when I worked with it. Uh, but if you if you notice this film, there's it's it's unusual for there to be a shot with more than one character in the frame at a time. It's just very clever editing uh, on his part. So uh, and that was smart. That was very smart. Um, I, th I think the, the scene near the end where there's the twist, there are multiple characters unless there's a cut in there that I that I missed. But they're not multiple characters doing stuff at the same time. So, uh, yeah, just very clearly uh, he got to know the what the bounds and limits were and then created a story that he could tell within those limits where they aren't in the way at all. So uh, that's that's what Machinima is all about, yeah. really. I mean, you're not only being creative with your the plot and characters, but being creative technologically. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I think, as far as modding goes, the only mod he would have had to use for this would be something for the to get control of the camera, and uh, that's that's a freely available. Uh, <laughs> there's several different mods for that. He might have even used something just built into the game, but I don't think so. I think for certain shots there um, to, to get that precision of, of framing. He probably used some kind of a mod for the camera, which was smart. But other than that, um, he just, he really cleverly used the, the, the game itself to get it done. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I admired it a lot. Yeah, me too. I absolutely love the opening shot. You know, that guy in a trench coat standing in a doorway. In the doorway. Kind of Pinkerton Very iconic. Style. Yeah, that, yes. was, yeah. that was that, That's from uh, John Ford's The Searchers. Right. Where uh, Duke Wayne at the end is framed with the doorway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love that. I really, really like <clears throat> that. But what I quite liked as well was then why he was stood there, you know, waiting for the rain to clear up before he heads out on a bounty hunt with this really scrabby looking horse. You know, stood there and it was not, not great looking. Uh, from, from my interpretation of it. And then the bit that didn't so well stitch together for me was the sight from the rifle when he was up in the mountain. Um, that didn't, you know, when he was looking through the the the, the, the crosshairs, that, that seemed to me to be slightly out of sync with the rest of what was being portrayed. I wasn't fully aware that guns of that period of time actually had crosshair sights in them. Could be wrong. That, yeah, they that, probably to didn't. Me, that, that, that probably not. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah well, that, right. that, that just didn't make a little bit of sense to me. That was the uh, that was really the only thing I kind of picked up. And then the 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 gunshots in the cabin were great. That sort of you know how he overcame the characterized uh, comments that you made, um, Phil. That was that was really cool. Um, and then I love that whole kind of vibe of right. Let's get this criminal back to collect the reward kind of thing that was was going on there. And that that really. You know the upbeat music, darks. I uh, didn't I? That was that was that was fantastic. That ending was such a surprise, though. <laughs> yeah, it, don't it, give it away. 
No, no, I'm not going to give it away. But it it was such a surprise. It actually made me go back and watch it again because I thought for a minute I'd probably missed some absolutely crucial hidden detail at the very beginning part of the film. I don't think so. Um, well, no, I watched it a second time and I still couldn't see it. <laughs> so I'm guessing it wasn't there. It was just... Uh, well, there was that scene early on where there was the UFO in the background. That should have been the hint. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. hovering over that tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. But, it's easy to miss. Uh, yeah, I missed that. I'm afraid I didn't quite catch that. But I thought the soundscape was really well done. You know, so you've got the music, and then the 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 the, the silence from the music, the gaps from the music, through which you heard the game, and the sounds in the game. I thought those gaps were geniusly well done. Yeah, really well timed. So that whole soundscape was was really very clever i thought um so i really love this one great day uh, great great pick damien um great this lad has clearly got talent and i really look forward to seeing the other work that he he does in future yeah yes. he's got like four likes uh, the fourth one was myself and i wrote on there how much i liked it and how i hope he keeps making movies because this guy has a real talent yeah mm. Or making really short form it. videos, you know, and and if he likes Red Dead Redemption too, there's lots of opportunities for telling stories in that. I mean, Phil's short film was fantastic, but there's also co uh, opportunities for comedy too in it. So Big I time. hope he he continues uh, making films. If you if you happen to hear this, Sam, please make more movies. Yeah. I when I've watched it and I've got to the end and I finished it and I thought I want to see more by him because uh, you know this was so well done and I did see that the view count was incredibly low and it deserved to be much higher than that uh, because he obviously put a lot of thought and effort into making this and he's got talent and I'd like to see more he's probably but, just getting started though yeah see now if he made a TikTok video that was an <laughs> advertisement for this film maybe it would pull people over to the YouTube channel <laughs> And he get more views. It's a good point. Yeah. There is a mod <laughs> to add dumpsters to uh, Red Dead Redemption. So <laughs> we'll put a link to that in the description. Yeah, but can you set them on fire? Of course. Of course. You have to put a rat in it and make uh, the rat invisible. And then you set fire to that. You set fire to the rat and yeah. then throw it into yeah, the dumpster. Wasn't That's there, right. I, I just had a thought, wasn't there a, a mod that allowed you to make the characters in Red Dead Redemption huge? I think so. Extremely <laughs> huge. Now, the opportunities yeah, so. for humor in that, just that ability, are quite large. They're so quite large. I see what we did there, Ricky. <laughs> like I see it? what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks, Damien. Really, really good choice. Yeah, good pick, Damien. Thank you. Yeah. He's on my permanent favorites. I'll know when he puts anything up. Good. Good. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you at our next episode. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>